0: Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, My Story of Estrangement. This is Lynn from Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is without a doubt the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. Hello, everyone. We are here for Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement with Lynn. And I am so excited about today's guest. It is a person who I have referred to and really looked up to in my own estrangement journey. And that person is Tina Gilbertson, psychotherapist, author, and host of the Reconnection Club. And what I always ask guests to do, because they do a much better job than I would do, Tina Gilbertson, would you please introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Well, sure, Lynn. And thank you very much for that warm welcome. I am a psychotherapist specializing in Estranged relationships between parents and adult children, and in particular, I focus on supporting uh, the parent on on the the unwillingly estranged parent. Um, so, my I've written a couple of books. My most recent one is Reconnecting with Your Estranged Adult Child, and I also host a podcast, the Reconnection Club Podcast, which aims, like my book does, to to help parents understand what might have gone wrong and how they can make repairs in their relationships.
0: I am here with Tina Gilbertson talking about the stages of estrangement. I want to circle back to the the lows that parents feel when they realize that this isn't temporary or even before they realize what it is, and they don't even have a name for it yet. They don't even realize that they're estranged. And they go through this process that you have written about. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it does feel like having been there, it does feel like a death. It feels like a loss. Mm -hmm. So would you walk us through that you practice or have your clients become aware of?
1: Well, first of all, I do want to say it is a loss. It is a loss of the relationship you knew. And it's not clear that that particular relationship and the feel of it and the character of it it will ever be the same. So while estrangement is in some ways an ambiguous loss because the person hasn't died, they're still there. In other ways, it is a true loss. There are things that are lost forever, such as the innocence of your connection. Um, your sense that you can do or say anything and just be yourself and be still acceptable and still in relationship, that's lost. So grief is appropriate when you become estranged. And there's also grief on the other side, but that's that's also complex. Mm-hmm. The stages that I wrote about were stages of, I call them stages of estrangement.
0: Shock despair, acceptance, transformation, and maintenance.
1: Yes. Well, shock is hopefully self-explanatory. You know, many, many parents just cannot believe where they are. They never pictured in a million years that they would be out of contact with their child emotionally. They might've pictured that their child could go halfway around the world, but they would still be at least in contact. So there's a terrible, terrible shock, almost like a car accident. Mm-hmm. And and these are stages that are not in order. Just like grief, mm-hmm. these are not something you plod through one through one to two to three to four. These are things you can circle around and around in, in any order. Shock is often first, but I think you could also slip back into that at certain points. Despair is another one, and that is really where powerlessness is at its worst where it's like you're it's almost like yeah, it's almost like after a death when you just, you don't even want to get up and, and change or wash your hair you're just knocked out acceptance is I'm glad we already talked about that because it's a complicated thing to accept something that you desperately wish would change but that is the a step that has to be taken if you want to get to a a better place in estrangement is you have to accept that it has happened and i think there's this acceptance is something that people go back and forth between a lot like some days you may feel like i get it i understand it it's happened it's real and then other times you may find yourself feeling resentful or struggling and and or bargaining you know kind of like just in your mind you, you, there's a lot of backing and forthing with acceptance often mm-hmm. transformation if i'm recalling yes
0: that's correct
1: yeah um that is a kind of a turning point and at this point i believe some parents may decide to step away and say i don't need to pursue this relationship mm. So the estrangement is transformed into a problem they're wrestling with into something that happened and that they're moving on from. And for other parents, transformation may, be, uh, may involve reconnection where the, where the estrangement becomes a, a reconciliation. But there's an internal transformation as well where there's a new kind of calm about things. The, the initial despair um, and, and some of the worst feelings have abated somewhat in transformation. And you can see the, especially if you're a lifelong learner, you can see the growth that you've experienced through this horrible thing happening to you. So there's a transformation, but it doesn't always go in the same direction. Uh, it doesn't always lead to reconnection. Uh, maintenance is the is after transformation, either where you're maintaining, you know, this is my life without my child and I live it every day. I know that there's a child walking around out there who was mine, and this is my life now. Or it's maintaining this, what often feels like a tenuous relationship with a newly reconciled adult child. And maintenance requires effort and conscious behavior. And many people describe it as walking on eggshells around reconciliation.
0: Hmm. So that's interesting, because I would have thought maintenance would be also a period of calm. I call it reconnection. And I call that the eggshell period, where you're going to walk on eggshells, you're probably going to make mistakes, they're going to make mistakes, because it's just new. And no one is perfect. And don't beat yourself up. If you say the wrong thing, and maybe they're not mistakes, but maybe they won't come out the way that you want them to come out. And exactly. So then I believe that if the reconnection is successful
1: mm-hmm. and both
0: parties can work through that together and grow through that together, realizing that we're all imp- imperfect. Mm -hmm. Then I believe people can get to the reconciliation stage, which is we're no longer on eggshells. Yes, we have to be careful, but there's a lighter feeling that we that both parties have that we realize we're going to make mistakes and that we have this forgiving heart. And yes, there's going to be a fight uh, or uh, yes, there might be a tiff or a fight or disagreement. But the hope is that we'll work through it. So I see that reconnection and reconciliation are very distinct, and the hope is that the reconciliation is, you know, ongoing. But we you know uh, well, that doesn't always happen.
1: Ab, no, absolutely, a hundred percent. I think it's just a question of what I'm calling maintenance. You're calling reconnection. Mm-hmm. That, and so these are. Remember, these are stages of estrangement Mm -hmm. they're not stages of the relationship Mm -hmm. once you're out of estrangement then you are reconciled and there is that calm that you've Mm -hmm. been looking for that I I consider that you are no longer in estrangement but that while you're reconciling and walking on eggshells that is a stage of estrangement even if you're talking every day that Mm -hmm. is just another phase of estrangement
0: I believe that, and I'm going to use your word transformative. I believe that I am in my transformative place. And I even start my own podcast with that term. Um, Mm. And I'm, 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 I am so different. And I feel that I'm, I am, let me rephrase that. I feel like I'm the same person, but Mm -hmm. I am improved. I improved where I wasn't. As strong as I want it to be. And yeah. one of the things that I do is I really think it's important. I share my story. Like I tell people about it. I'm very open with my estrangement where I used to, where there used to be shame. And the one yeah. thing I say that even in my transformation, and I've shared this in my support group, but there's a little strand in my head, a strand of thread
1: mm-hmm.
0: that says, What if this happens again? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that happens with any trauma is it does live in you. Mm -hmm. When something has hurt so badly and upended your world, it's no small thing to move on from that. The world has changed. Something happened to you that you never thought could happen. And that changes the world for you. You now live in a world where estrangement can happen. And I, I don't know of a, of a fix for that. I mean, there's so many ways in which as we grow older, the world changes for us and it becomes a different world than the one we looked at through our youthful eyes at 21. You know, the world is very different when you're 81.
0: That's so true. And I'm not so sure that I have the need to fix it. I think that it will always be a part of me. I don't let it to the best of my ability drive me. I don't let it make decisions for me. It's almost like when you've lost a person in your life, you can never Mm -hmm. bring them back. So it's this type of loss in your heart. So I, and I think that for me, allowing it to stay there calmly and accepting mm-hmm. that that's part of me is yep. maybe all that I need right now. I'm really content with that part of me.
1: That's wonderful to hear you say. And, and I think you're able to calmly accept that, that little thread because perhaps you've learned that you will be okay, uh, that you are okay, regardless. Yeah. I think the more you can feel that that the earth is solid under your feet, no matter what, that you have yourself, you know, you have some support in your life. The more you feel solid, the the easier it is to accept the things that are are like that, you know, those little things deep inside your heart that, you know, are, you know, where there's where they're not secure.
0: And thank you for sharing that. I feel like I'm having my own private moment with, with psychotherapist Tina Gilbertson. And I feel <laughs> so lucky. I lucky. So... More with psychotherapist Tina Gilbertson on the next episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement with Lynn. Once upon a time, from storybook to estrangement, are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling, therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement.